Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, I'll be reviewing 1991's Point Break. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Watch this as an adult movie podcast. This week I'm going to be talking about Point Break from 1991. But before I do that, let's talk about things I watched this week. It's going to be a quick one this week. There's only two, like two things I really want. There's only two things I really want to talk about this week. Uh, first, let's talk about that Matrix trailer. <laughs> let's talk about that Matrix trailer. Um. I don't know, I really don't know how to feel about this Matrix trailer, really. I watched it, I watched it twice. Uh, They premiered it, when they premiered? Thursday, last Thursday? They premiered it last Thursday, I watched it twice, and it just, it looks pretty dull to me. It just looks pretty fucking dull to me. It looks like... Uh, a unnecessary sequel. It really is. It, it really does. It just looks like an unnecessary sequel. I've seen the first three Matrix movies. I love the first one. The, the other two. The second one is okay. A lot of people kind of shit on the second one, but I think the second one is okay. The third one is bad. The third movie is terrible. <laughs> What's it called? Matrix... Matrix Revolutions, Matrix Revolutions is uh, is terrible. This one's going to be called Matrix Resurrections. Is what it's going to be called. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of R's because you had Matrix because the second one was called the Matrix Reloaded. Then you had the Matrix Revolutions, and now you got the Matrix Resurrections. <laughs> but yeah, man, that third movie that third movie is pretty fucking bad. I don't like the third one. I never go back and revisit the third movie the second one i haven't really watched that one a lot either but i kind of i kind of like that one a little bit better than the third one uh the first one what can you say it's a classic the first matrix is a fucking classic um it's just it like it didn't it didn't grab me you know like that the, the trailer didn't grab me it just feels like it's, it's unnecessary. They wrapped it, they wrapped everything up in a nice little bow. Even though the third movie is terrible, it wrapped everything up. You know, it wrapped everything up. I don't think I don't really think that we need another movie. I really don't. I just feel like this shit's a fucking I just feel like this shit's a fucking cash grab. I do. I just really feel like this movie's a fucking cash grab. Uh, they brought Carrie Ann Moss back as Trinity. She, if you don't know, spoiler alert: Trinity died in the third movie. She died, and now I guess, like, I guess the whole premise of this movie is like everybody's mind is white. I think like Neo doesn't know that he was in the Matrix. Trinity doesn't know she was in the Matrix. Like, Trinity's dead. I was like, I don't know how they brought her back. 
Because, like, in the trailer, it's like Trinity and Neil don't know each other. And I guess that's how they're going to explain away the fact that Trinity died in the third movie. And it, it just doesn't it just doesn't feel right to me. You know, the, the whole trailer just doesn't feel right. I mean, like, if you wanted to if you wanted to redo the Matrix, you know, if you wanted to do like a Matrix, maybe a Matrix reboot, you know, you could do like a Matrix reboot. Or if you want to and that would have made that would have made everybody angry. <laughs> Honestly, because you know we don't like reboots and like they're gonna they're gonna fuck it up. But this looks like this looks like they're gonna fuck this up too. I don't know. I don't know. Like, but people don't like reboots. They're like, oh god, where's the? Because they like they want to see the original actors that played these characters. Like, oh no, I don't want a Matrix without Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss and Lawrence Fishburne's not even in this one. (laughs) I did not see Lawrence Fishburne in this movie, in this trailer, at all, you got, uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen, I don't know who he's playing, I don't know if he's playing, like, young Morpheus, or, uh, or just, like, Morpheus in a different body, I don't know who Yaya Abdul-Mateen is playing, you know, Yaya Abdul-Mateen, he was in, uh, he played Black Manta in Aquaman, he's in Candyman, <laughs> he's the, the guy in Candyman, the new Candyman, you know, but I don't know what the fuck they're doing in this movie. <laughs> like, like I said, like should have been a reboot. I know people would have got people would have got angry at it, but better to reboot it than to just fuck it up. You know, it's better to reboot it than to just fuck it up. Let's just have a clean slate with new actors. You know, you already got Yaya Abdul-Mateen in here. Like, he could have been new Morpheus. Uh, you could have found some other young guy to be Neo. Could have found some other young girl to be Trinity. You know, could have found, like, a new uh, Agent Smith. You know, like, you could have you could have done all that shit. Because, like, I'm not feeling this. I'm really not feeling this Matrix trailer at all. I'm not feeling... I wasn't feeling the fact that they were doing a new Matrix at all. I was like, leave it alone. Leave it alone. That's the And that's the problem with these fucking studios. That's the problem with these fucking studios. They don't want to leave shit alone. They don't want to let shit die. I think I was talking about this with, uh, when I was talking about Masters of the Universe. Because, like, they put out a Masters of the Universe cartoon, and everybody was pissed off about it. Uh, they don't want to let they don't want to let any of these old franchises die. They just don't. It's like they just want to suck the turnip dry. Terminator is another one. Terminator is another franchise, and Alien. Terminator and Alien are two other franchises that are like the Matrix that they just won't let die. We could have we we don't need another Terminator. Terminator Two. Could have been it. Terminator 2 could have been the end. You know, there is a, uh, there's an alternate scene of Terminator 2, the end, alternate ending to uh, Terminator 2, uh, that you, you can probably find it on YouTube. I think I found it on YouTube. I found it on YouTube. I'll probably, uh, put it up on like my, uh, Instagram or TikTok or something. I'll show you guys, but there's a, there's an ending where 
Sarah Connor won the war against the machines, like against Cyberdyne and all that shit. Like the war against Cyberdyne is over in Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Like it's the end. At the end of the movie, you see Sarah Connor as an old woman. You see Sarah Connor as an old woman, and she's talking about and she's like she's just sitting on she's just sitting on a park bench, talking about. Uh, like documenting like on like a kind of like kind of like a phone <laughs> it looked like a cell phone <laughs> like the cell phones we use today she's documenting on this on this on this machine looks like I said a cell phone like machine look like or a tape recorder <laughs> and she's documenting the fact that the war against cyberdyne is over and like they won they won the war and like she's an old and she's an old woman and everybody everybody's living in peace and everything and i was like this should have been the ending if they would have put this in there would be no need to have any other terminator movies there'd be no need to have any other terminator movies uh cuz they just don't know how to fucking do them and every time they try every time they try to do a new terminator movie they're like Oh no! This is not this like this is not um, in canon with the other Terminator movies, and you know, like, like oh no, they they try to say this is the one that's in canon with the other Terminator movies because they don't they don't recognize Terminator three, and they don't recognize uh, Terminator uh, the one with Christian Bale in it. The one with Christian Bale in it, they don't uh, recognize that one. I forgot when that one. I forgot what that one was called. They came out like in the that one came out like the late 2000. They came out like 2007, 2008 or something. That one. Uh, they don't recognize that one, and they don't recognize Terminator: Rise of the Machines. They don't recognize that one. But and they they tried to do that with Terminator Genesis, where it was like, oh yeah, this is the true sequel. This is the true Terminator Three. This is the one we're gonna do. And then that one bombed. And then they made the the, the Terminator that came out like two years ago. A Terminator, what's it called? Terminator Dark Fate or something like that. Was it? That's what it's called. They made that one, and they were just like, "Oh no, this is this is the true Terminator 3. <laughs> They're like, "This is the one that we're gonna do." You know, like John Connor's back. Edward Furlong is John Connor's back. He, spoiler alert, he dies like five minutes into the movie. <laughs> he dies five minutes in. Um, but. Yeah, but like, like, they, and they were just like, "Oh yeah, this is the one that we're. This is the this is the new Terminator." They had James Cameron come out, you know, like, yeah, yeah. He was like, "Yeah, I, I support this," you know. And that movie bombed, so just end it. Aliens is the same way. They did the shit with they do, they do the shit with aliens. Uh, they were just like, "Oh yeah, this is the true. This is the true sequel to Aliens." You know, like, it's not Alien 3. This is the true sequel to Aliens. And it's just like, dude, just let... Just let these franchises die. Let them go. Star Wars... I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt right now, actually. You can't see it, but I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt right now. As much as I love Star Wars, let it fucking go. You know, at least uh the... uh the main stories, I love the Mandalorian, Mandalorian is fucking awesome, I love that show, I can't wait for it to come back, you know, I love the Mandalorian, but, 
it's just do stories like that. If you're gonna do stories like that, do stories like the Mandalorian in Star Wars. That's good. Uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni do a great job with that. But I'm tired of the whole Darth Vader, Skywalker saga. I don't want to see it anymore. I don't want no more. I hope that was it. I hope Rise of Skywalker was the end. But like, do more stories like Mandalorian. That's that's pretty cool. I like that. Do more stories like Rogue One. That was pretty cool, even though it was kind of in the, that Darth Vader, Skywalker saga realm. But it was a good movie. I like that movie. You know, do more shit like that. But, but I was just saying, like, this Matrix, this Matrix trailer was very disappointing to me. Very disappointing. I don't like, I'm, I'm just gonna say I don't like it because it just looks like they're just re, it just looks like they're rehashing shit from the first movie. Keanu Reeves didn't bother to, bother to shave, you know, or cut his hair. You know, it, I didn't, I didn't, I just didn't like it. I didn't care for it. Moving on. <laughs> what if episode five? Watch episode five. What if? Like I said, what if? Quickly becoming one of my favorite shows. Quickly, quickly becoming one of my favorite shows because I just love just the 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 weirdness of this show i just love the weirdness of this show like i said creeping up in my top four this show is creeping up in my top four of disney plus marvel shows um uh, it might it might knock wandavision down a peg it already knocked Loki. Loki's my least favorite. I've talked about that. I'm like, Loki's my least favorite show. Uh, didn't really care for it. Didn't even care when it was on. It wasn't like must-see TV for me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it wasn't must-see TV for me. I was just like, oh, Loki, I'll catch it on the rebound, you know? Uh, you know? But this show, this show is must-see. Like, and, and it went like, went like a WandaVision and went like a Captain, uh, not Captain... <laughs> I was in Captain America, but well, he is Captain America now. But uh, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, like all those shows, are mu- those shows were must see for me. I did not miss a show. Uh, but what if, what if it's becoming one of those type of shows where I'm just like, I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it right now. You know, like, I gotta watch it right now. But, uh, <laughs> but I like this episode. This episode. I might rank I might rank the episode so far. Um and what if also I might rank those two. But this episode was about zombies. This was about the Marvel zombies. It was uh set uh before was it before? This this episode was set before the Infinity War. It's like when Bruce Banner came down from Thor's ship. Uh, when uh, Heimdall sent him down after Thanos took over the sh- took over the ship, and he sent and he sent when he sent Bruce Banner down to Earth back to Earth and warned everybody about Thanos, and he just comes out and he sees like the uh, he sees that New York is just empty. He sees that New York is empty. Then he sees the Dark Order come down, 
and then he's trying to turn to the Hulk and the Hulk doesn't want to come out just like an Infinity War. Uh, <laughs> did come out just like an Infinity War. And all of a sudden, you see like the, the little the circle things that Doctor Strange has, the little portals. And you see Iron Man's hand come out and then he fucking shoots Ebony Ma in the back of the head. And then you see like in the silhouette is like um, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Wong. But I was looking at that. I was like, oh shit. You know, like they already turned. <laughs> I already knew it because you can kind of see like the skeletal, the skeletalness of their faces in the silhouette. You can kind of see it. And so they just ripped the shit out of Ebony Ma and uh, Black Dwarf. Uh, they ripped the shit out of them. Our Black Dwarf has so many names. He's Black Dwarf. He's Cole. Cole Oberstein or whatever the fuck his name. I forgot. I forgot the other name that he has. But like, I call him Black Dwarf. Like, so they ripped the shit out of uh, Ebony Ma and Black Dwarf. <laughs> and <laughs> they ripped them apart and then they turn into zombies. So, but I'm not. I'm not gonna go through the whole. Uh, I'm not gonna go through the whole fucking episode with them. This is about zombies. Uh, my man Hank Pym just can't catch a break on this goddamn show. <laughs> Hank Pym could not catch a break on this fucking show. It like, cause he was in uh, episode three about who's killing the Avengers, and you found out it was him. Uh, in this one, Hank Pym kind of responsible for the zombie apocalypse because <laughs> it because it, like this is set between infinity war and the the uh the um whatchamacallit god damn it i even have a mental block uh god damn it um it was set between infinity war and ant-man and the wasp like the stuff that happened in ant-man and the wasp and it was when uh hank went back to go get janet out of the quantum realm and what happened was Hank went back into the quantum realm and Janet it, ter- it turns out that the, 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 the quantum where the quantum realm has like a zombie virus or something in it and it turned Janet into a zombie and so she bit Hank <laughs> she bit Hank they went back through the quantum realm and then it just started turning everybody into zombies uh the guy uh Scott Lang Poor Scott Lang, Ant-Man, he got ripped up, and then Hope got away. It's just like, I was like, Hank, I was like, damn it, Hank Pym can't catch a break. He can't catch a break anywhere, because <laughs> I was like, he's just a fuck-up. He's a fuck-up in the movies. He's a fuck-up on the, on, on, on the animation. He's a fuck-up in the comics. You know, he's like, he's, Hank Pym's just a fuck-up, you know? <laughs> In the movies, they try to make Tony Stark the fuck up. Like, he, he's the one that causes all his problems. But in the comics, it's really Hank Pym. Hank Pym is a fucking problem in the comics. Because he created Ultron in the comics. And then he became Yellow Jacket. And he beat the shit out of his wife. And, you know, he, he just does all types of shit. You know? <laughs> just to fuck things up. But, um... Yeah, man. But, like, that was the start of the zombie virus. And... It's a pretty good. It's a pretty good episode. You you guys need to just fucking watch it for yourself. I don't. I don't give away. The only thing I did not like 
about this episode. The only thing I like about this episode was the comedy. There's too much comedy for an episode like this. The only episode that I really like uh, was episode four because there was no comedy in there. The one about Doctor Strange. There was no comedy in that episode at all. That episode was pretty fucking depressing. <laughs> but uh, out of all the episodes, this one didn't deserve comedy. This one in episode three didn't really need all the ha-ha comedy. You know, like, it, was, it just really didn't. It didn't need that. I think, like, the comedy uh, kind of breaks up the tension. You know, like, it, you, you and, like, there were, like, people, like, they were making jokes in serious situations. It was like, there's no time, to, there's no need to joke here. You know, <laughs> we don't need a joke here. Like, this is serious. But that's Marvel, man. That's fucking Marvel. But out of all the, uh, this is not my favorite episode. If I had to rank all the episodes I'll probably say the uh the the Doctor Strange one is my favorite so far the Doctor Strange one is my favorite so far the T'Challa and Star-Lord one would be second um who's killing the Avengers is number three for me uh no zombie one is number three for me who's killing the Avengers after that and then uh Captain Carter Captain Carter's last (laughs) you know it's a good heartwarming episode, but it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. That'd be dead last. But, yeah, man, if you want to check out What If, if you want to check out that episode, go check it out. It's on Disney+. Plus. Um, I'll be back with my review of Point Break after these messages. Alright guys, welcome back to the show. Point Break, 1991. Let's get into how I saw this movie as a kid. I saw this movie on VHS as a kid. And I remember not really feeling any way about it. I didn't really have any feelings about it. All I thought was, oh, why is Ted from Billy Ted a cop? That's what I thought. Because I, I didn't know who Keanu Reeves was. He was always just Ted to me. Because I was like really obsessed with... uh bill and ted's excellent adventures as a kid <laughs> you know <laughs> that was it that's all i knew about i was like why is i was like why is ted a cop i'm like did his dad finally get to him his dad finally made him a police officer and now he's out here uh stopping criminals <laughs> you know that's all i thought i was like I, I i didn't know i didn't know that actor's name i didn't know his name was keanu reeves you know at, at seven years old i didn't know who that dude was all I knew it was like, hey, Ted's in this movie from Bill and Ted. I guess it's good. And I was watching it with my dad, and like, uh, just just watching it with my dad, just spending time with my dad, watching fucking action movies. You know, like it's male bonding. You know, it's fucking awesome. But anyway, uh, let's get into the technical. This movie was directed by Catherine Bigelow. Uh, the screenplay was written by W. Peter Illiff. The movie has a Rotten Tomato score of 67%, which I'm shocked by, actually. I'm actually shocked by this because a lot of people like this movie. This is actually a cult classic movie. I hear a, a bunch of people talk about how great Point Break is. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of shocked that it only got a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes. Odd. 
uh, the movie had a budget of $24 million and it brought in $83.5 million at the box office. It was a smash fucking hit. Um, let's talk about more of the technical. Uh, the film, the film was uh, in development, has been in development since 1986. And there were many, many young Hollywood actors that were considered for the lead role of Johnny Utah. Uh, like Matthew Broderick, Johnny Depp, Val Kilmer, and Charlie Sheen. All four of those guys were up for the role. Were, uh, not even up for the role. They, they were considered for the role of Johnny Utah. But uh, production was held up uh, for four years until 1991 when they cast Keanu Reeves in the lead. Let's, let's talk about the pros and let's talk about the cons of this movie. I'm just going to go into what I liked and what I didn't like about this movie the first thing i liked was keanu reeves performance surprisingly (laughs) this might be this might be keanu reeves best role to date he's played a lot of people not the character he played in speed not neo not john wick everybody loves john wick now everybody loves him as john wick but not even john wick uh, this might, Johnny Utah might be Keanu Reeves' best role. He was born to play Johnny Utah. This is, this is, this is him. He, like, he's in his element here. He's in his element here because Johnny Utah is just a big dumb idiot. <laughs> Johnny Utah is a fucking lunkhead. Uh, Keanu Reeves, I'm not not saying anything about Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves seems like a sweetheart of a guy. He seems like a nice fucking dude. But you have to admit that he's not the best actor. He's not the best actor. And to me, it feels like every other role that he's trying to play, he's just trying to play against type. You know, he's not trying to play just that big, dumb lunkhead. You know, <laughs> but here he's, he's just being himself. It's like, this is, this is not Keanu Reeves playing Johnny Utah. This is Johnny Utah playing Keanu Reeves. This is just Keanu Reeves. Like he's, just, he's just playing himself and he's relaxed. He's comfortable and he gives a fucking great performance. I, I cannot complain about his performance whatsoever. This is the most, this is the most natural, this is the most natural I've ever seen Keanu Reeves in a movie. The most natural. Anything else, you can kind of tell that he, like I said, you can kind of tell he's playing against type. Uh, Speed, playing against type. Matrix, playing against type. Even John Wick, playing against type. Uh, there's another movie he's in, he's not bad in, called The Devil's Advocate. Still playing against type. He's got that bad fucking southern accent. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. He's got that bad, that really fucking terrible, that really terrible British accent. It, oh my god. Oh, but this, but here, here he's in the zone. He's in the pocket. Like his performance. Is, is, is phenomenal here. I, I love Keanu Reeves as Johnny Utah. He's perfect. Like he's this is the per this was the fucking perfect role for him. And I can see how he took off 
I can see how he took off because this is the role that he was born to play. This is the role he's born to play, other than Ted from Bill and Ted, but you know, <laughs> he's good in that movie too because like he's a big fucking lunkhead. But but as a lunkhead in a serious movie, here, Chef's Kiss, perfect. He's great. Um, Gary Busey is great in this movie too as the over the hill cranky uh, agent. I always get confused in this movie because not to go off, not to go off, uh, go off topic here. Cause I always get, but I always get confused with this movie. This movie had me confused. Cause I'm like, are they federal agents or are they police officers? Because at one point they kind of act like federal agents. And then one point they act like police officers, you know, it's just, it's, it's confusing. So I don't know, but Gary Busey plays like the cranky over the hill, uh, federal agent. Uh, I also think this is the start of crazy Gary Busey. Uh, this is where it starts because if you ever seen him in other roles before this one, he's a little bit more subdued. It's a little subdued, you know, like he's, he's not, he's not really out there, you know, but here, like we kind of see shades of insanity. We see a little, we see a little shade of insanity. Of, of, of crazy Gary Busey. I think Point Break might have been the start of this. I think this. I think that's where it started. I think it started with Point Break because from Point Break on, he's a fucking psycho. <laughs> you know, like in every fucking movie, he's a fucking crazy person. In every movie you ever fucking see him in, You're like this is where it started. I think it was Point Break. Uh, Lori Petty's in this movie. Movie. Lori Petty's cute. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Look, Lori Petty cute. Lori Petty's cute. I just like Lori Petty. I like a little. I like a little cute voice. I think she's adorable. That's it. I like. I just like Lori Petty. I I just think she's a cool chick. You know. <laughs> I just think she's cool as shit. But um, another thing I like in this movie, I love the cinematography of this film. Cinem- cinem- cinematography of this movie is just amazing. Uh, Catherine Bigelow is a great visual director. Like all the visuals in this movie, all the um, the surfing, like the, the 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 surfing montages are 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 beautiful visually. <laughs> I'm gonna get to that later. Uh, there's a great fucking skydiving scene in this movie that's just great. Just like every everything visually is just great in this movie. Uh, now let's get to the things that I didn't like. Let's get to the cons of this movie. The first hour of this movie is mostly surfing and dialogue. Just fucking terrible dialogue. <laughs> terrible fucking dialogue. The dialogue in this movie is fucking terrible. Um, there's, there's a, there's, <laughs> it's already making me laugh. There's a, there's a, a line that Gary Busey says. And a line that Gary Busey says, he says, when I, I think uh, Johnny Utah is uh, questioning questioning him or something like that, like questioning if what he knows or some shit like that. Is that the very? Is that like the the the, the, the beginning of the movie? Is that the beginning of the movie where uh, Johnny Utah is questioning uh, Gary Busey's character? And Gary Busey has the has the funniest comeback. It's like a, it's a terrible comeback. 
Cause he was, cause he said, I was shooting off grenades and it was like, I was shooting off grenades and nom or something like that. I was shooting off grenades and nom when you were taking your shit and rubbing it all over your face and some shit like that. Ew. Ew. And Gary Busey's character has an obsession with shit and assholes in this movie because he mentioned like shit and assholes like three times in this movie. Like, I was like, I don't know what his character, I don't know if like Gary Busey's character has like an asshole fetish or a shit fetish, you know? <laughs> you know, like he like he, he likes to get shit on, like he, that turns him on or some shit like that. I don't know, but he mentioned shit and assholes like a couple of times in this movie. But anyway, uh, but like I was saying, like the first hour of this movie is just uh, surfing in terrible dialogue. Like a lot of the action starts in the second half of the movie. Like we, you don't get a lot of action until like the second half. You get like two Maybe like two scenes. There's like a scene where like he, uh, Johnny Utah gets confronted by these surfers, and like he gets into a fight with them. And then there's a scene where they go and raid those surfers' houses because like they, they're running drugs or some shit. That's like the that's the those are the only two action scenes you get throughout that whole hour. Everything else is surfing in dialogue. <laughs> that's it. Uh, another thing that kind of irked me about this movie was this movie was supposed to be about bank robbery, but really we only see like two bank robberies in this whole movie, like the whole two hours of this movie, the whole two hours of this movie, all you see is like two bank robberies. It's like a bank robbery at the beginning of the movie. There's a bank robbery. Like there's a there's a scene of what might be a bank robbery, not what might be a bank robbery, but a bank robbery in progress. But we don't see the inside of the bank robbery. We just see the the gang go in and then come out, and then like uh, Johnny Utah and Gary Busey's character. I forget Gar- Gary Busey's character's name. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, and then they go and like fucking chase them, and that's like the first action scene in like a fucking hour of this movie uh but yeah and then the second uh robbery scene is where like they try to set up uh johnny utah to be one of the robbers because they find out who the fuck he is so like they try to touch so they're trying to like tarnish his reputation but yeah man another thing another thing in this movie like most of the surfers in this movie most of the surfers in this movie look like wrestlers from like the late 90s all of them got like fucking all of them got like long hair and like they were and like they got tattoos and they're buff and they like wear leather <laughs> they all look like they all look like wrestlers from the late 90s i was expecting like them to go in like challenge stone cold steve austin for like the wwf title or some shit you know <laughs> you're like i want you austin i want you at SummerSlam for the wwf title don't be late. You know, I thought I thought it was gonna be that. <laughs> I thought they were gonna do that, but <laughs> but like all all the surfers look like fucking pro wrestlers from from the late nineties. This is what they look like. I'm sorry, that's what they look like. Uh, another thing that I hate. It's one of my least favorite cliches. We have the two cops that agonize the two main cops cliche that we've seen in a whole bunch of movies. Uh, the one that comes to my mind is Bad Boys. They had like the two cops that they don't like, you know. And 
I'm like, cops don't act like this. Cops don't do this to each other. They don't just fucking antagonize each other and want the other one to fail. They're a team. They're a group. They're family. Blew all the silence and all that other bullshit. Uh, you, know, you know, all that other stuff. So, I kind of hate this cliche and I wanted to stop because they still do it to this day in action movies. Or like cop movies where it's like, oh, we got the two main cops and we got the other two cops that are jealous of them because they solve all the crime and shit like that. You know? They do this to this fucking day. I don't like it. It's my least favorite cliche. Another con of this movie is the uh, surfing stunt doubles. The surfing, the surfing stunt doubles are terrible. Cause you can tell that it's not the actors. You can tell it's not the actors. Like the, like the, cause like I got a pro and con about that. Cause I say like it's beautifully shot. Like the water, you can see the water coming and the surfing, but the way they're shot, it, like it's terribly shot. Cause you can tell it's not the actors. You can tell it's not the actors doing the surfing. You can clearly tell it's not the actors doing the surfing. And then they got to talk. You could tell like the actors just went in the booth and like recorded ADR over the surfing parts where they got to talk because their mouths don't move. The surfers mouths don't fucking move. <laughs> they don't move. And <laughs> they don't move. And I'm just like, dude, this is this is terrible. I'm like, they got away with this. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, they got away with this. They got away with shooting surfers and then like having like the actors just dub ADR over the surfing. I don't think you can get away with that today. You they, they would call that shit out. It was like, hey man, that guy's mouth didn't move when he was talking. <laughs> Cause that was a couple of times. That was a couple of times. Uh, when I was looking looking at them surf, and one of the characters had dialogue while they were surfing, and then and the surfer's mouth didn't move. Glaring, glaring botch, glaring botch right there, glaring mistake right there. Um, another thing I don't like about this movie is I don't like the way women are portrayed in this movie at all. I don't like the way movie are portrayed. Women are women are portrayed in this movie because every woman in this movie is either naked or half naked. You, know, you would think because the director of this movie is a woman, like she wouldn't let this happen, but I guess not. Because like there's one scene that's really fucking serious with Lori Petty. Lori Petty, when Lori Petty finds out that Johnny Utah is a uh, is a is in law enforcement, because she doesn't know. She doesn't know that uh, uh, Johnny Utah is law enforcement. But when Lori Petty finds out that he's in law enforcement, it's supposed to be like this really intense, serious scene. She's half butt naked. <laughs> she's half naked. And like, she's just wearing a fucking, she's just wearing like a fucking shirt. And then like, this supposed to be like, she's supposed to have like this dramatic run out. She's supposed to have this dramatic run out. And... She got like, she's butt ass naked. She's butt ass naked. All you see is her bare ass. You know? <laughs> and I was like, did we really need that? Did we really? I was like, did we really need to see Lori, Petty, Lori Petty's bare ass? Did we? You know? <laughs> did we? I mean, I wouldn't mind it. Like I said, I'm, like, I'm, I'm a fan of Lori Petty, you know? But, uh, 
You know, but I like me some Lori Petty, but like I didn't need to see her ass at that point. You know, like I didn't need to see her turn around and just all booty, just bare booty, just right in my face as she's trying to make this dramatic run out when she finds out that her boyfriend's been lying to her this whole time. You know, but yeah, man, they 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 did that shit. Uh, let's talk about Patrick Swayze's character. Patrick Swayze's character is kind of dull to me, and I don't know his motivations. I don't get it. We don't get why him and his friends are robbing banks. We we just know that they're robbing banks, and he's kind of he's just kind of a dull villain. He's just dull. You know, he, he tries to, he tries to play the nice guy to the end. You know. Because even when he finds out that Johnny Utah is a cop, because like Johnny Utah has like infiltrated them and their surfer union and shit. And even when he finds out that Johnny Utah is a cop or, or, or uh, in law enforcement, I'm just going to say he's in law enforcement because I don't know if he's a cop or a federal agent. They don't really make that shit fucking clear. Because uh, sometimes he acts like a cop, sometimes he acts like a federal agent. They don't really stick to it. Um, when, but when he finds out that Johnny's in law enforcement, he really does. He he just plays the nice guy to the end. Cause even like, cause like towards the end, like he kidnaps Lori Petty's character, but he's just like, I'm not gonna kill her. You know, like he's like he's like I'm not the one that's gonna kill her. He's got some other guy to kill. Her. He was because he was just saying I couldn't bear to stick a knife to. I couldn't bear to stick a knife to her throat, man. He was like I loved her. You know, I couldn't do it myself. So, like, he's, he's just playing, like, this fucking nice guy to a T. And then, like, it kind of kills the character. Because, like, you're just like, am I supposed to be rooting for him? Or is he the bad guy? Like, it's 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 confusing to me. But overall, I found this movie, like, really campy. I found this movie really campy. But it's a fun kind of campy. Even with all, even with all the mistakes. Even with all, all, all the the surfing ADR, you know, where it's just like, I can tell that surfer's mouth is not moving, I can tell that surfer's not Patrick Swayze, doesn't look a damn thing like Patrick Swayze, I can tell that surfer's not Keanu Reeves, I can tell that surfer, that surfer's not Lori Petty, I think she probably, had, I, from, from some points, kind of like she had a male double surfing for her, it didn't even look like a woman, and some of her surfing scenes, I was like, that looks like a dude, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, that is not her, but even with all of that shit, I was like, the, the movie's well shot, like, the movie is well shot, other than those surfing scenes, it was like, other than that, like, the, the movie's like, it's it's a beautifully shot movie, uh, but the dialogue's terrible, that brings the movie down a bit, uh, as it, man, I gotta... I gotta give this movie a three out of five. It's watchability is a three out of five. I'd watch it again, but it's, it's not my favorite. I used to I used to like this movie as a kid. I haven't watched this movie since I was about maybe 13, 12 or thirteen. That was the last time I watched this movie. I was about like twelve or thirteen years old, and now I'm looking at it now as a as a, as, a, as, a, as an adult man, and I'm like, yeah, that's not my favorite movie anymore. <laughs> Cause I used to love Point Break as a kid. I used to love Point Break as a kid, but now I'm watching it as an adult. Pun intended. Uh, I'm watching it as an adult, and I'm like, this movie's not all that great <laughs> as I thought it was. But rewatchability, three out of five. 
uh, viewers choice still going on in the month of September. I'm going to pick four movies. I think we're going to do superhero theme this week. I'm going to pick like four. I'm going to do, we're going to do bad superhero movies. That's <laughs> what we're going to do. We're going to do bad superhero movies. I'm going to pick four bad superhero movies and I'm going to put them up on the poll on Instagram and uh, Facebook. So go check those out. Be sure to follow me on Facebook. I watch this as an adult. And be sure to follow me on Instagram. I watch this as an adult. Uh, all one word. Go check it out. Um, go follow me on TikTok. On I watch this as an adult too. Also, so you won't miss any videos that I put up on there. So that that's what I'm gonna be doing. <laughs> until then, until next time. Peace. <laughs>